vacation's all I ever wanted. Vacation had to get away. But you know what? We are no longer on vacation because they're here. Is back. Podcast, that is. Uh, We are doing uh, some vacation films for our feature reviews, but we are officially back from hiatus. So what's up, Derek Boo Boo? What's going on, Lacey Lou? It's been a while, and, you know, it's been a time coming. You know, like we are going to say, like, we had a great show for you guys prepped. We had lots of things. We even had a special guest that we could probably say it was going to be Carly. But the thing is, with the schedules of all our shows and multiple shows, and it just didn't get the fruition in time. And, you know, that was a big show to prep, and... You know, yeah, that was like what nine movies? Nine, mo- yeah, <laughs> nine, nine movies. You know, like oh. yeah, we were gonna do um, the movies that we had picked for that show was uh, Wild at Heart, in the I Nick think, of Time. Yep. Her. Yeah. Um, one AI, hour photo. AI one hour and photo. one hour photo. Yeah, yeah. And there was some others in there, but I don't remember them. <laughs> I know we were like, let's give our guest an actor to do a spotlight on, too. <laughs> you know, like, we're yeah. getting crazy, you know. So we're just taking it nice and simple. Yeah, so we're bringing it back, and uh, the format now, um, aside for if we cover, like, a franchise or something, uh, it's going to be I pick a movie Boo Boo hasn't seen, and he's going to pick one that I haven't seen, and that's what you got today. That's what we got. <laughs> but before we get into all that... um. You know, we obviously watch a lot of movies. Have you watched anything uh, worthwhile or noteworthy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, since the time we record, some of these are a little later than usual. But mm-hmm. uh, I know a movie that Lacey and both Dan actually talked about for a while, you know, especially in some of our private chats. Promising Young Woman finally got a chance to watch that. Wow. What a movie. What a movie, right? <laughs> You know, I I actually I'll hope go. it gets some awards at the Oscars. Me too. You know, everything everyone was doing so well in that movie, and it's well acted, well written. The ending, like my mouth dropped when that happened because I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, right? It is. It's like, wow, am I actually watching what's happening right now? I'm like, whoa, you know, like wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, like, I remember being in the theater and, like, I was, like, nervously laughing because I was like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> and, yeah, no, it wasn't a joke. No, nope, no, no joke at all, but uh, when that person had the last laugh at the end anyway, so that's all that matters. Right, I love that movie. I think, um, I'll probably watch it again here soon, I just bought the Blu-ray on it. Did you buy the blue, you said? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, after I watched it, I got it from that uh, the Target buy one, get one. Buy two, get one free sale. Which I got a couple movies from that, too. I, I dig it. I dig it. You know, like, I even like when they have movies on pre-order. So you could get a few, like, pre-ordered movies free. <laughs> it's right. awesome. You know? Yeah. And I think we're finally, like, at that point in time of, you know, this pandemic to where we are starting to get more new movies. Um, I remember, like, going to Target, and it was just the same movies for, like, six months like nothing new would like came out and then like Tenet came out and um that was like the new one on the shelf. Yeah. So 
um, there it seems to be that there's more movies coming out now that uh, were not on shelves before. You know, it's pretty sad when you walk by the Disney set, the children's video section. Now even that looks depressing. Right, and it's just like you have access to them already on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know exactly, and you, you know, like I watched uh, Soul uh, on Disney Plus. That movie's kind of dark. That's sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn you, Pixar, for making these depressing movies. Have you uh, watched the Mighty Ducks revival? Not yet. I, I've been kind of curious. How is that? Um, so I'm three episodes in because they're doing the weekly thing, which I'm actually really digging um, that Disney Plus is doing things like that. I hope a lot more networks start to do that because it gives you something to fucking look forward to. Yeah, I, like I was actually talking to one of my buddies online because I was actually watching another show that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But Amazon Prime started doing this too now, and I dig that. You know, you just wait for the anticipation for the next episode. Instead of having to wait an entire year. For oh, the d- next season to drop. <laughs> yeah, you just dump it in. Yeah, that's like with my mom. She watches Bridgerton the first season over and over again. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, find something new. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the Mighty Ducks, it's you can tell like it's getting its footing. Um, I don't necessarily know how I feel about Gordon Bombay just yet. <laughs> Um, cause I mean, it, it, it's taking a little bit to get there, but I think that, um, and I mean, it, it's basically paint by numbers. Like, so, um, I'll give a little bit of a spoiler. So like, obviously like the kids suck at first, kind of like they did in the movies. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? They're like going to like go up against the tough team and then they're going to like score one. They're like going to get their asses completely beat. And then they're going to score like what one point and be happy about it. And that's exactly what fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean so yes it is very pain by numbers but um it, i think it does give you the feels of how you watched it when you were a kid so yeah you, you still don't have the full backstory of everything um but it's getting it's starting to get into that now so i'm excited to see where the rest of it goes hopefully um it picks up a little bit more quicker now yeah, I'll check it out eventually. I've been busy with that the new Marvel stuff that's been out, like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which oh actually, my god, WandaVision was amazing. I loved it. You know, like, me, I made my mom cry watching that last episode. Yeah? Yeah, she bawled. You know, I don't want to really give it away if nobody listens to it, because I want people to actually watch that show. It right. kind of gets, gets its foot going after the... Episode three, and then it opens up after that. You know, you just because I know my dad was complaining when he watched the first one. What the fuck is this bullshit with the I Love Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I'm like, just keep with it. It gets different. You know. Yeah, I actually um, just watched um, Captain America: The First Avenger and uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um, I'd already seen like Civil War. Those were like the only two that I hadn't seen. Uh-huh. Um, so we did what we did end up watching the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, but I, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I mean, it's doing some cool things. I don't think it's as cool as WandaVision. Um, yeah. but it has given you somewhat of context of, um, things that are happening that, you know, pick up from Endgame as well. Yeah. The thing with the, the that show, it's a little bit more grounded in reality than yeah. WandaVision is. 
in that sense where it's it's more like a spy like you know what I reminds me of it's gonna be like a spy buddy cop movie that's like the Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon are like Danny Glover and Mel Gibson pretty much <laughs> you know oh, I, I like yeah. that about that have you watched any uh, horror movies lately uh yeah I actually like did newer I, ones? Uh, nothing really new, new, new. I've been catching up on a few. Well, I actually, that's a lie. I did watch the, the movie Sun, which is getting a lot of mixed reviews. That's on my watch list. Do you think I'll like it? I'm not sure, because I've been seeing a little, because me and Duncan are probably the highest on it right now. And, you know, I, I, we all both gave it like fours. Oh, out you of know, what, ten? Five, five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. I never know what everybody's rating scales are. They they vary from show to show. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I usually do the four to five scale, it's usually like I do kind of like Duncan, where I rate it if I like them, how much I like the movie. When I do like the ten scale, it's usually more technical. I yeah. More technical with that rating. That's usually the way I do it. Even like my ten four or five scale rating might be a little bit higher than my ten scale rating, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know. Well, I think was it was it Dave Z that always says that if you're going out of five or and then you have to go to a ten, just double what your number was out of five, and that should be your number. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be, yeah. but, but sometimes you want to put like that point five or something in there too, and you you know, you know, it depends. You know, if you, if you take your little points off with like some technical shit. Which I usually try not to do, but you know, I'm a like a savior movie unless I really fucking hate a movie. Then it's like three out of ten flashbacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've actually been watching some older films that I hadn't seen. Um, so I had never seen The Howling up until yesterday. What'd you think? Um, it was a little slow, but it was interesting. But it was really slow. I, it, um, it definitely wasn't like probably a movie that was made geared towards me, I don't think. Yeah. But um, it did have some cool concepts. I had no clue that it was going to be like a cult of werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had no clue. I thought it was just going to be like one werewolf. And I definitely did not. I mean, it's been 40 years, so I can spoil it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely did not think that Dee Wallace was going to turn into a werewolf on air and then that they were just going to fucking shoot her and that was it. <laughs> a shit to werewolf, too. <laughs> and people, yeah. <laughs> and people are, like, watching the TV as this is happening. It's really kind of fucking dark. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that it had never been spoiled for me. Um, I don't see a lot of people talk about that franchise as a whole. Um... But yeah, it was it's actually really kind of fucked up when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's the darkest of the movies for sure. Uh the second one's actually a direct sequel, but it's kind of a fucking bad movie. That's it's, what I hear. What was it called? Sister or something? Your sister is a werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> that just sounds stupid, period. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of silly. Uh I like it. I I laugh at it. It's kind of one that I, I can watch, but you know, I, I'm not going to say it's, like, a great movie or anything. But then there's some terrible ones in there, too. Like, uh, Part part 6, The Freak Show, or whatever. It's, it gets weird where a werewolf fights a vampire, but it's, like, a purple vampire. 
Yeah, I think those would be good for like a commentary purpose. Yeah, I have actually haven't seen the Talon Sing Seven, and I heard that's like a country music video, <laughs> pretty much the whole movie. And then the last one is what Reborn, right? The one yeah. from like 2011. I actually never seen that one either. You know, I've so. seen parts of it because my grandpa was watching it, and I remember like looking up. I was like, oh, that's Declan from Degrassi. <laughs> that's cute it was uh, also in um what's kind of cool about that though is uh what was that werewolf show on netflix um god Hem- hemlock grove yeah he's on that too yeah yeah i like that i only seen the first season i haven't got is there more than one season i think there's like three. Oh, it had uh famika in it didn't it <clears throat> yeah and, and bill sarsgaard Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just knew that Declan from Degrassi was in that as well. And I think he is the werewolf in that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then, yeah, we both were just talking off air that we'd watched uh, some Shutter Originals. You watched Hosts? Yeah, I, I, I actually, I didn't actually watch that when it came out in 2020 because I'm like, you know, like, a Zoom movie, of course, pandemic-based horror I was kind of an angry mood back then when it first came out, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't watch it. But, you know, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. You know, a lot of people could say that it's kind of a bit, you know, yeah, it's kind of a bit of a cliche, but I'm, like, thinking under the circumstances, I could get behind this, you know. They did actually pretty well for what they did with the movie for being all based off of a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, it being filmed in the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's even, like, like referential shit. You see people walking around with masks and shit. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of, this. Is, it's going there. And I, I kind of dug it for that. And I kind of respect this movie a little bit for bringing, like, a good, well-made movie about for pandemic horror, you know? Yeah, I would definitely say Shudder has stepped up their game immensely in this last year. Oh, yeah, 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 especially with, like, anything like the other foreign films that they put on there. Some good quality shit. And uh, with Joe Bob being up there, um, have, did, did you get a chance to check out the first couple episodes of Creepshow? No, I got that in the back burner. I gotta, I'm gonna Oh, no, it. don't put that on the back burner. Well, Do it well, sooner. No, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to, I didn't mean, like, that fat. I'm just in the middle of, <laughs> you know, I'm going to check them out. Probably after we record. That's what I meant. Because I, oh. well, I actually was going to try to squeeze one of them in tonight. But then, as I told you off here, I kind of fell asleep and woke up and like, damn. Gotta take the dogs yeah. out already. It gets confusing, like, when people talk about it. Because, like, obviously there's two stories in um, one episode. But people are, like, referring to the first episode. Like, they'll be like, oh, the second episode. But I, I see it as the second story. <laughs> so yeah. um, the, the second actual episode um, just dropped, I think, a couple days ago. So I'm, I haven't checked that out yet. I have to wait for Dan. But the first two stories in the first episode are, were both really, really good. Nice. Yeah, that gets me excited when I hear that. I'm, I actually really dug the first season of this. And, you know... It's cool. It's cool stuff that they're actually there's a creep show show with a, like an anthology type structure to it. I I really dig that about it. 
Yeah, are you a fan of, um, I don't know if we've ever even talked about it, American Horror Story? I I I, I like a lot of the seasons. Some of them mm-hmm. don't end great for me, which I actually complained about, like a lot of Ryan Murphy-based stuff. Some of it's, he, he does good in the beginning Start of the season. strong and then just doesn't finish the same. Yeah, yeah, even like the the, the Texas, I mean, the, the Town That Dreaded Sundown remake that he did, or sequel, whatever you want to call he it. Did, he was the one who did that? Yeah, he wrote it and produced it, yeah. I had no idea. And the thing with that one is, I really like that movie, but the whole, like, I'm not going to spoil it for somebody who hasn't seen it, but, like, yeah. the whole excuse of, like, whoever was revealed to be the Phantom in that movie. You know, mm-hmm. my you know, my grandpa was the original Phantom. Like, you know, you know you're fucking with a real-life event when you're doing that shit. Right. <laughs> you know, so like, this is kind of dumb, and it kind of ruins that great opening of that movie with the uh, the second twist of that reveal. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't seen all of the American Horror Stories, um, but, um, the new one I've seen, okay, so I've seen Murder House, Asylum, um, I've almost finished Coven, because I went, like, on a binger, um, um, I have not seen Freak Show, Hotel, um... Did you see Roanoke? Uh, no. Um, I've seen, like, two episodes of it, um, I've seen Colt in 1984. I've seen... All the other sides Apocalypse. Oh, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, I didn't see that one yet. Uh, I really liked Roanoke. I know a lot of people actually hated that season. But I actually yeah. really dug it. And it actually had one of the better endings. For, I think the ending kind of worked for that one a little bit better. Because of the format that that show that, that season was in. <laughs> With like the found footage angle. Yeah, you know? I need to like, binge on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um. Kathy Bates is great in that. I'm excited for the new one because, I mean, it's got Macaulay Culkin in it, and it's called Double Feature. Yeah. So, and I guess we're going to get two stories in one season. I wonder if they're, like, going to cross-intersect. That's what I was wondering, too, because I didn't want to really spoil it for you. That's kind of how Roanoke kind of is, like, too. Yeah, I, I kind of know how it ends, but... Um, like, because obviously Facebook and people like to spoil things on the internet, but like I kind of already know how Roanoke ends, but not fully. Yeah, which I kind of like that aspect of that. That's why I kind of dug with it because it was it felt like I was watching two different kinds of like found footage movies in one. It's and, like uh, from dusk till dawn. You like get two movies in one. Like it starts off with bank robbers and a vampire brothel. <laughs> yeah, like the, the first one started out as like the fake mockumentary about the event. Then yeah. it's like a like a reality TV show. The second half's like a reality TV show turned bad. You know, I kind of like that aspect of it. And you know, yeah. I I'm excited for like what they do with the double feature. I, I do kind of hope that it's like an intertwining two story deal. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like, um, because what I was originally reading was um something that was gonna do with like pilgrims or something. Oh, that'd be sweet. No, I actually haven't read that. You might have to show me that article after. Yeah, um, I believe that's what... I'll have to find it, but yeah. That's what I was reading, and then they came out with the name double feature, so um, two separate articles, but yeah. That that sounds dope. Maybe Thanksgiving-related. You never know. Well, I know it is set to premiere in the fall, um, 
so it could be around that time. Hell yeah. Dope. Well, should we get into our feature reviews here? Sure thing, bud. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, right. go, let's go to Brazil. <laughs> let's go to Brazil <laughs> with Fergie's ex-husband. Um. <laughs> All right. So my pick for Derek was Touristas, and this was a film that came out in 2006. I will read the synopsis. A group of young backpackers' vacation turns sour when a bus accident leaves them marooned in a remote Brazilian rural area that holds an ominous secret. Now, oh, I remember oh. when this <laughs> I remember when this movie came out and like um, it came out like shortly after Hostel and everybody was like calling it like the poor man's hostel. <laughs> But, like, I think it's, like, two different concepts, though. I mean, it's somewhat similar, but at the same time, like, it's 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 different. And, obviously, these are full spoilers, guys, so. Yeah. Fair warning. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> um, no. And, and for somebody who has traveled, like, overseas, um, when I went to Aruba, that was literally, I was scared. Like, I do not enjoy being a tourist. It's not something I enjoy. Like, I remember... Um, I went outside to like smoke a cigarette, um, like late at night and, um, there was just a bunch of, um, locals that were somehow in my resort and like, it was just all guys and they were like really sketchy and like the way that people drive there was insane. And once I got off the plane, um, before we got to our resort, um, you have to go down like this escalator and people are like pushing and I thought I was going to get some final destination shit here on this fucking escalator. I was like, I'm not going to live. It was so sketchy. So, um, you know, when they're on that bus ride, it's, it, cre- it, it, it gives me chills to watch it back now having experienced something along those lines in a foreign country. That, 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 that scene was nuts. Like, you know. It all comes back later, too, at the end, which I'm going a little too ahead, but it was kind of funny, that little joke. You know, just take the plane. Take the plane. Take the plane. He's like, de nada. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you know, like that whole bus scene, I wasn't expecting, because this is the first time watching me this one. I I don't know why I never got to watch this one, because maybe it's because I was getting kind of sick of, like, these people in foreign country movies and bad shit happens to them because I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, like the whole big, the, the little nitpick here, they do kind of make like all the, like the Brazilian people seem like they're all assholes, even not even the bad ones. Yeah. Which is kind of like when you put that in perspective, you're like, you know, they're just, fucking trying to do their own and you know they're like oh we're gonna steal all your clothes and shit and wear them <laughs> and you know and then one dude you know starts a fight with olivia wilde for taking a picture of the kid but <laughs> I, I, you know and that, that was like way overblown like the way that they presented it you know but overall yeah, yeah that's like something i could roll with the movie still that didn't really hurt my enjoyment of the film just a little minor thing where it's like the movie like presented never go to Brazil. This might happen to you. <laughs> That's the way I, <laughs> I felt. But you know the cast is fun. You know it was kind of weird seeing Melissa George with cornrows. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. 
Like, isn't it always just kind of weird when she pops up in a movie? Yeah. Like, hey, it's Melissa George. Yeah, she's usually pops up in a lot of movies I've been watching lately, too, so it's been weird. Yeah, um, Dan actually, because um, I started to watch it the same as you did last night, and I was just like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> but um, so I finished it this morning as well. But so Dan uh, gets off at six in the morning, so he was watching it with me, and he's like, "Holy shit, is that Melissa George?" I was like, "Yeah." And so it got us into like a conversation um, that I was already gonna bring up to you as well, um, since we're recording on it. But do you think Mel- like I feel like Melissa George isn't like highly regarded as like a horror actress do you think but i was thinking of quite a few horror films that she's done now but nobody ever talks about her as like a scream queen like do you think she's earned that title at this point or yeah i think she's like a modern scream queen yeah she's not like like would you say like a classic scream queen like an iconic one but i was yeah, wearing I mean, like second like... tier second tier scream queen in that sense a second tier who else would be a second tier uh, the one, uh, Johnny Smith, may, well, she was in the, yeah, I, I would probably say Shawnee's maybe a second tier for me because she didn't really get her reinsurgence until the saw came out. And I'm thinking more of that time period when these movies came out, but you know, I love Shawnee Smith in the blood. That's not a hatred for Shawnee Smith, but you know, she got like a second wind when the saw movies came out. And, you know, she didn't really do a lot of horror movies back in the 80s, too. That's the only reason why I would cast her as a second-tier one. Yeah, I mean, she's been in... Let's see. Okay. So she was in Amityville... um, The Amityville Horror, the remake. Yeah. Um, She was in 30 Days a Night. Yeah. The Triangle. um, Teristas. Stephen King's Bag of Bones. Mulholland Drive, A Lonely Place to Die, The Betrayed, Felony, Don't Go, Derailed, and Dark City, which nobody ever fucking talks about Dark City, and that movie's creepy as shit. Yeah, it is. Like, that movie, I don't know, like, it's not scary, but it's creepy, and it reminds yeah, it's just me of fucked up. The Gentleman from Buffy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we had to talk about that movie one day, because, yeah, that movie's great, I think, Yeah. Too. But, but, I mean, she's been in quite a few. I mean, they're not, like, necessarily, like, all slashers. But, I mean, I think she's a pretty well-versed horror actress at this point, right? Yeah, for, like, a modern audience, she definitely is. Like, you know, like, we've seen... I actually liked a lot of the movies she did. You know, like, 30 Days a Night was a big one when it came out for me. I love the look of the vampires and that. Mm-hmm. They just look creepy and, look the atmosphere of that film is great. Uh, Triangles, one that... I dig a lot, you know, with the twists and the stuff that happens with that. It's a cool little movie. Uh, Lonely Place to Die. That's actually a really cool movie. You know, I haven't seen it. I own it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, so it's nothing mind blowing, but it's cool. I like the story and setup of it. And we've obviously talked the triangle before, so. Yeah, Triangle's been on both of our sh- other shows, you know. I mean, I think you did it with Exploding Heads. But I yeah, but it was on my top ten last for our top ten for Yeah, 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 That's right. That's how long we recorded. I, yeah, I, I, January. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, Melissa George, uh, Olivia Wilde, which... 
it's always weird to kind of like just see her pop in a, in a film too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, she's like an actress that, like, you'll see her in like a big budget film one day, but then you'll see her like do some indie like mumblecore films and shit. And, you and go, then it's like, she oh. become, and then it says she's directing films like, uh, what was it Booksmart? Yeah, that was awkward. That movie. Yeah, it's like the female version of Superbad, but not as good. <laughs> I didn't hate I it. I did not know that. I did not know that that girl in that movie was Jonah Hill's sister for like the longest time. And the other, and the other girl I know is fucking. Uh, she's on that Tim Allen show, The Last Man Standing. She plays uh, the youngest daughter. That. I like it. It's fun, you know. <laughs> I like Tim Allen. Now. So the sister in this, um, did you ever watch Lost? Yeah. The show uh, Lost. On and off, I didn't. I wasn't oh, okay. like a diehard Lost fan, but I've seen a few episodes of Lost. Well, actually, what's kind of the, it's the the one who plays Fergie's uh, ex husband sister in this film. That's what I'm yeah. gonna refer to him, Josh Duhamel, um, Tad Hamilton. Um, she, um, the blonde, the other blonde, actually plays, um, because, you know, the 30 Days a Night sequel? Yeah, yeah. She actually plays Melissa George in that movie. Really? Yeah. i never seen the sequel. Isn't that kind of a fun little fact, though? <laughs> it, it, it is. It's actually kind of, I'm kind of curious now. Okay. Yeah, I, I always think that's kind of cool. Like, I had no interest in the sequel because, like, I... Like, the ending was just so good for me in that, the first yeah. one. Yeah, and, like, where do you take it after that? Like, they killed all the vampires and shit. Like, what the fuck, you know? Well, I guess there's more vampires out there. That could be... She becomes, <laughs> she becomes like, a Buffy character, at like, the character. I'm just thinking off... The, we're getting way off topic with this movie. But, uh... Really? But I, I, I really like the two, like, foreigner, like, the British guys that they hang out with, too. Liam and, uh... Let's see how the guy is. You know name. who that guy is, right? Which one? Um, he's from Go, the movie Go. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. I love that the one chick is just making him have sex with her just to pay because she's like, oh, she takes his money after. He's like, I thought you liked me. She goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fucking funny. I died laughing at the scene. Yeah, it just, like, fucked up shit after fucked up shit just keeps happening to these people. Like, the bus turning over, like, all right, I would want to go back to America that day. For real. <laughs> you know, um, after the bus. And then, you know, they go party, and they're like, ah, I love Brazil. And then, what was it you said that uh, Melissa George got? Um... Bill cosby Yes. <laughs> well, they all, well, I find out they all got Bill cosby after the fact. But that's what was happening when I was texting you at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, and then they wake up and all their shit has been stolen. Yeah, I'm like, holy so, sh- shit, you know? Like, they just fucking just steal their shit. And then they go to this town and they're like, hey, you know we're going to find police? Like, this town's like, there's no fucking jurisdiction in this town, you know? It's like, get out of this town now. Worst vacation ever. <laughs> but yeah then they beat the shit out of that one kid that had fucking Josh Mills had it. you threw a rock at him I didn't mean to and then the villagers then they meet Kiko who's like 
uh, help, I'll take you to a secret house. But <laughs> secret house. house. But the secret house turns into like a journey into let's go Black swimming. Black market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, it's even like let's go swimming. You're my new friends. <laughs> like I, I, it, they just didn't seem too concerned that all their belongings <laughs> were missing and they're in a like their passports are gone. How are they gonna get fucking home? Like I would not be like relying on people anymore at this point in time like if you are not speaking um like i'm not gonna go to some weird fucking house to go swimming i'd be more <laughs> concerned if, if i'm ever gonna fucking make it home because i don't have my passport anymore yeah like they all stop to go swimming midway through this crisis you know it's like what the hell movie <laughs> <laughs> like it makes no fucking sense <laughs> like I, like they just didn't seem concerned at all like and even at like the end like when you know they're they're like getting away like they don't seem upset that they've lost some of their people along the way yeah like josh Jamil's like my sister died i'm okay though yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i gotta sit next to olivia wilde and melissa george cornroser in front of me <laughs> yeah you know what's happening <laughs> after they land that plane. She's going to let me embrace them. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, that's what I mean with this movie. I liked it, but, you know, like, with the su- serious subject matter of, like, organ donors, it's kind of dumb in the plot some ways. But, but you yeah, know, it's all right. You don't think about it until you have to dissect it for a podcast. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, they're, like these people are going to body him, and then they have, like, the secret black market organ donor bullshit going on but they're like let's go swimming <laughs> so yeah they get to the house and um god what was i gonna say what happens after that you know like the like uh you know kiko the the, the guy that was leading to the house actually gets injured because he dives off a fucking rock and hits his head so they had oh to- that looked so real though that was a really good effect i thought yeah i liked it too and you know like I, I kind of felt him. I got a feeling when they were putting that staple gun to his fucking head. I'm like, oh, ah. no, don't do that. I'm it was like, oh. reminding me of Ted. Because <laughs> I just rewatched Ted the other night. And when his ear gets ripped off and he finds a stapler and he staples his ear back on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was reminding me of. Only this was a little bit more brutal because it wasn't yeah. just stuffing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, I like his reaction. He's like, oh, get a fucking waffle me. And then he goes and lays down. Uh, and then yeah you know they're making dinner feeding dogs and shit and then this helicopter comes down like these are like james bond style bad guys (laughs) and fucking like we're gonna run this shit and you know like they even have like this lady that's helping them like you better get the fuck out of here quick because these guys are mean business and they have business with you guys that do and they're like she tries to warn him and just walks off nothing happens to her at all like why are you letting this lady warn the lead <laughs> you know like the, the guy's legitimately dressed like dr no from fucking james bond the main bad guy in the movie and you know then he knocks him out and you know i think Josh Jamel gets fucking beat up a lot. Didn't he get like a machete hit somewhere? Like they didn't even show. He gets injured a lot in this movie, but lives. Ironically enough, he's like the Rock in Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Now, Called... did you think that it was gonna go in this direction, like as you're watching it? Not at. Uh, well, yes and no. They did make that little remark when you know they did fight with like that. 
you know that the guy that was yelling at Olivia Wilde with uh, about the kid that Melissa George brings up uh, that whole thing about kids are being taken for organ donors. Mm-hmm. So I kind of saw maybe it has something to do with that, but I wasn't too sure until you know this actual scene that comes after the scene where the bad guy is first introduced comes into play. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that that you know it's kind of interesting, you know, but uh. You know, and you know, there's a whole fucking scene where she's just fucking cutting that lady girl up, and she's still awake. I'm like, oh, no yeah, wonder. Yeah, that's I... pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, that that was fucked up. And he's like talking to her, and talking to the other dude next to her. Like, you're next. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, we'll give you money. We were all robbed, but I'll give you money. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> they get uh, fucked up. They do, they do, and you know, and then you know, Kiko comes back and breaks them all up. Which you know, it's kind of weird later on in the movie where Josh and Bill's like, "You knew they were gonna be here. You did this to us." You know, and like then he saves them anyways. <laughs> you know, and then he gets killed, sacrifices himself, and you know, he's like, "Fuck that dude. He tried to kill us." I'm like, and oh, he gets his hand shot in the water. He's like, oh, my hand. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like they're all running away. Like, leave the, the, the two British guys get murked, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, fucking, you know, then they get to go back to the secret lagoon cave to swim more. And then, you know, they get shot up and guys are chasing them. There's a lot of underwater scenes in this movie. Yeah. It, like, I a really, lot. I really like those scenes. Like, you know, there's a lot of good tension building because you don't know what's going on you know they only had like that little small air gap to actually breathe air right breaks which it kind of added to the tension of like that what final like chase per se yeah and i mean the big bad guy in this was actually kind of a little bit of a pussy uh (laughs) no but the part that i didn't understand is so like josh hummel was like taking a rock to this dude's fucking head and the girls were like Stop it, Alex. Stop it. You're going to kill him. Like, okay, he just killed my goddamn sister, (laughs) you know, and they're stopping him from killing him. Then, like, the dude's servant comes in or whatever, you know, and he's like, kill them. Like, okay, so had you let him finish killing him, then, you know, you probably obviously wouldn't have these issues. Yeah, for sure. But then, so the guy comes in and, like, he doesn't speak English or whatever, but then, like, the evil guy, who was always the problem of their own demise at the end, like, he's had his head smashed in with a rock, like, 30 times, but yet he can still speak fully clear <laughs> to tell him to kill them. They're like, kill him, you idiot! And he's like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's so it, 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 hap- it, it never fails. Like, the only reason they stopped him from hitting him with the rock is just so they could have this little other scene come in. Like, I'm taking back my power. Fuck you, Doc. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that, too, though. Like, you know, this guy's like, yeah, fuck this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And that's how they get away. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I do like that they do actually do that scene where they have, like, the nice villagers actually come and take care of them and feed them. Yeah. And get them help. I, I did like that part Brazil's of the movie. Brazil's not all bad. 
you know, <laughs> come journey here. Just journey in this part, in this part of the town. <laughs> and, you know, it all ends with, like, that whole plane scene where they're about to go back into the plane. And, like, you know, they have, like, the two couples behind them, like, maybe we should just take the bus. And Josh Mills like, just take the fucking plane. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we get into our ratings then? Yeah, for sure. All uh, right, we'll start with you. I give it a four. I really enjoyed it, even with like all the minor nitpicks that I had. I, it's still <laughs> enjoyable. It's still an enjoyable experience. It's just like I'll watch this again. You know, it's nothing too mind blowing, but. You know, it's, right. it's a fun little watch, you know. You just got to shut your brain off to some of, like, this stupid shit in the movie and you can enjoy it, you know. Like not feeling sad that your sister's dead. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. A show. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I mean, um, like I said, um, it, it did come out around the same time of, unfortunately, a, a movie that I feel did, you know, the overseas um foreign country thing a little bit better um i did like the aspect that it wasn't exactly like that and they just wanted the kidneys yeah um but yeah i mean uh, i think i'm right there with you i think it's i think it's a good tension building um it has a lot of really cool shots um the cinematography was done really really well um you know all of the things the practical effects in this um were pretty effective like the hole in the guy's head when he got hurt um you know when she is getting her kidney taken. Like, you can feel those moments. So, for that, it is a four for me. Yeah, for sure. Good shit. It might, it might get a whole point taken away just because of Melissa George's Conros, though. So. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, so that is Turistas. Yeah. All right, why don't you tell them about your pick and do the intro for it? Okay, yeah, my pick for this episode, I decided, uh, I was, I wanted to do something, I like to do the fun stuff, and I went all deep into it, I chose Zombievers from 2014, uh, which, you know, it's Zombievers, uh, Zombievers, (laughs) 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 I'm going to ask you what you thought about it in a minute, but let me read the synopsis first, bud. Yeah. A fun weekend turns to madness and horror for a bunch of groupies looking for a fun in beaver-infested swamp. Now, before I ask you, the thing that I always dug about this movie when I first saw it, I kind of respected the fact that, you know, like, this movie's kind of taking this, like, serious, even though it's a shitty, goofy fucking matter. They actually look like they're actually all taking this pretty serious, like the actors involved with it. And even like the, they use actual a lot of practical effects, which I wasn't expecting on a first time watch on this one. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of an interesting take on zombie subgenre because <laughs> you don't expect this which, to happen. Yeah, which, you know, I'm not a zombie fan. I did. I did know that. So, Lacey, what do you think about Zombievers? Um, I didn't know what I was going to think. I, I heard people talk about it in a pretty high regard that it's, you know, fun. Um, and that's exactly what it is. It's it's stupid as fuck, but it's fun as fuck. <laughs> it, it is. You know, like, you know, like that whole open and 
montage where you see uh, Bill Burr and John Mayer. Fucking <laughs> Bill Burr. <laughs> and John Mayer. It's fucking like, you like, really? <laughs> like, the singer is... <laughs> And, you know, and they're great. You know, you just get the attitude of what you're going to expect with this movie. It's going to be fun, stupid, and it is. It is. You know, it, and I like that it's like a bookend scene with those two characters. Right. Where you, have, you have them at the beginning and then they come back at the very end. And, you know, it actually plays very well with the joke. And, you know, then the actual stories, this group of girls, one of them is like, you know, uh, what's the main girl that's boyfriend cheated on her? Called? I think her name is like Jen. Her boyfriend, you know, was there messing was around. Jen, Mary, or was it Joe, maybe? Zoe. I know that one of them's Zoe, Zoe. Yeah, Mary and Zoe. And, you know, Jen's a boyfriend. She's having boyfriend problems. And they decided to go to, like, this cabin for, like, the I guess it was a weekend. I'm not sure. For, like, a few days of R&R to girl time. Which, you know, turns into a whole different story later. And, you know, and fucking they end up getting attacked by zombievers, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Courtney Palm and Zoe, she's fucking the wild, crazy one of the bunch. You know, she's like a free spirit. She's like, I'm going to get a whole tan, you know. I'm going to get topless. <laughs> Make it rain, bitches. You know, what, you, know what, you know what it kind of reminded me of? Um... Uh, God, that Spring Break movie with uh, Robert Englund, uh, 2001 Maniacs? Is that, was it, is it called yeah. 2001 Maniacs? Or 1001 yeah. Maniacs, something like that? Yeah, 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 2001 Maniacs. It, it kind of has... It yeah, has that has vibe. This, yeah, it has, like, that same tongue-in-cheekiness to it. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I, I which I like about it, you know? Yeah, I thought it was, <laughs> like... It, I thought it was kind of cute and clever. Um, it also kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, like uh, Cabin Feverish a little bit. Um, like it, it's it's almost meta, but not. Yeah, yeah, you actually see this on a lot of meta lists for that reason. Because it, it is, but it is it, it has fun with like that subgenre of like horror movies, like the cabin fevers and like you know like the evil dead style where you like the people in the cabin type of movies it plays with those tropes but it also plays with a few zombie tropes in different ways with having radioactive zombie beavers which are fucking ill when you first see like they're all puppets which i like you know they actually the actors can interact with these things it's not the, it's not a little fucking cgi creature you know which right. i was expect which i thought was going to be in this movie when I first heard a movie about zombievers because, of course, this movie came out during the time of, like, Sharknados and shit like that. So I was thinking it was going to be, like, something like that. But then when I see a little puppet beaver trying to kill this girl, I'm like, you know, I give this movie a lot of respect in that matter for that alone. Yeah, one thing that I really liked about it, um, it didn't play t- um, to all the tropes, you know. Um, you you think one person's going to be, like, the final girl of it, and it's not in that capacity at all. <laughs> no, yeah, like, the the one girl that you think is going to get killed actually make, makes it to the very end. It's kind the of... The very, very end, yes. Because <laughs> I, I even said that to Dan. I was just like, oh, that bitch is dead. She took off her top. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what happened at all. Like, you think the one that was cheated on... Um, 
is going to be like your typical final girl, you know, and that's not at all what happened. So I, I definitely give them kudos for uh, doing something a little different with that. Um, that the awful people make it furthest, <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. Um, one of, uh, we busted up laughing, like as soon as the guys get there and, uh, the dude in the beanie and the chick go fuck, and he's like, I feel like a Power Ranger right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at that scene. <laughs> like, Dan's like, yeah, that's how it feels. Like, <laughs> shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it just gets crazy. Yeah, like, you know, then you get the douchebag boyfriend, Sam, of Jen, and he's like, I missed you. Oh, and then she just kicks and knees him in the nuts. Like, oh. It's fucking great, great interact, great casting. I like, I really like the cast of this movie. They all play, like, you know, they're all playing goofy characters, but they play them so well. Yeah. And then you get, then you get like some good character actors in this too, like fucking uh, the dude from CSI Miami, Rex Lenz, in this as the the hunter dude. Yeah, I think Dan said he was in Twenty Four as well. Yeah, he was on Twenty Four too. Yeah, he, really good. You know, he's fucking like. You girls should be covering yourself with tattoos, you know. You got, a good <laughs> you got creepy tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you know, the, the the lady that comes to visit them that lives across the way, her husband's actually a famous character actor too. He was in like like the Green Mile and shit like that. I recognize him. So you got a few familiar faces in this movie too that keep it fresh. I really like that conversation too that they have with the old lady, like. And she just goes off about her daughter. Yeah, my daughter's a filthy whore. <laughs> and she's not very attractive either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie's just so much like like you said, it's a stupid premise, but they make it work with just playing along and having fun with it. Like the moment when they're like in the water and then like all of a sudden the dude's foot just gets bit the fuck off. <laughs> like, I was like, are they playing a prank on them, or is this really happening now? Oh, okay, this is happening. And, like, he was outside on that porch for so long, footless. Yeah. <laughs> he was just bleeding out for most of the movie. <laughs> fucking great. And, you know, it's just... And then, you know, they have to do, like, the siege thing. And I, I do like the fact that they, they do the whole, like, zombie trope of, like, putting boards on the windows. But then the fucking girl yells at him anyways, because... They're fucking beavers. They cut through wood. Sorry, there's no sheet rock, sheet metal available. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, another favorite part um, is I like that the the nasty people do get like at the worst at the end uh, when the I did not see like okay so like they the the directors and writers of this actually like play with you a little bit because. Um, I totally thought the girl with the glasses was going to have a crush on the blonde chick, but it turns out instead she was in turn fucking her boyfriend. And then, you know, when the blonde chick turns into the zombie, like a, a, a zombie or whatever, <laughs> like, no, I like the fact that she actually turns into a zombie and not just a zombie, like she gets the zombie teeth or the yeah, beaver yeah. teeth, <laughs> you know, and the um, tail. It's not like you, Yes, like, she actually turns into a fucking zombie. <laughs> but, like, she climbs on top of her in the bed or whatever, so you're like, oh, well, okay, well, what's going on here? And um, she's like, 
She's like, I knew you weren't upset that you slept with my, or that I slept with a boyfriend. It's because of me, but I'm just not into you that way. And then she like turns into the zombie. <laughs> like, and, um, and, I, and I really like that scene too, because the effects are actually really good. You know what they kind of remind me of? Hmm. Uh, demons when the girls turn into the uh, demon for the first time. Yeah, you see the thing in the bathroom. Yeah, when the no, not not that one. The the other girl that gets bit by that girl, and you see her fingers. Oh, oh she got scratched. Yeah. And her teeth are falling out. That's what it kind of remind me of. It kind of has like a demon's reference there, which I kind of respect and dig. You know, you could tell like the guys. Yeah. You know, it's good shit, and, and you know, like like we said, they, that's the other thing I like about it. people. Whenever the zombie beavers attack and survives, they turn into zombie beavers. This is a fucking giant zombie <laughs> beer at the end of this movie. You know what movie you're getting after you see that. There's a giant <laughs> zombie beer. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, there's, like, that whole fucking, you know, the survivors uh, ends up being, like, Mary and Zoe near the end. And I love the scene where, you know... The, uh, the Jen zombie is on top of the car and then fucking, you know, she just fucking backs up and, you know, just runs her over. I never liked that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I liked when they were in the bathroom and, like, even though all this is going on, they decide to try to fuck anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and the house he comes goes in up. And he, yeah, and he gets his fucking dick just bit the fuck off. Oh man, I was fucking dying. You know, I I forgot because it's been a while since I watched this movie. I forgot that happened. I'm like, yes, that character deserved that so much. It's kind of like she got revenge for him cheating on him at the same time as being ooh food. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, Mary actually gets in. You know, there's that whole scene where the end where Zoe and Mary have a standoff where. You got bit. I knew you did it because you know Zoe ended up jumping out of a fucking window. Yeah. And just change, turn me when I change, and then all of a sudden Mary just starts to change. I'm like, Instead which, of her, yeah. Yeah, which I kind of liked because actually on this rewatch I did notice like when uh, the girl was turned into the zombie when she was laying on top of her, a little bit of like saliva or spit went to her mouth. Ah. So you know you catch that on rewatch, you're like. Okay, that makes sense. It wasn't like a stupid like. Well, how did that happen? There right, actually right. Is a thing that you can see where it shows you that's might happen how it happened because it could be like an infection virus, in that sense with the saliva. Because usually it's not really in in zombie culture, it's not really the bite that really infects you. It's the saliva of the zombies, which I kind of like that they did that. The little trope to made that scene work better for me on this rewatch. And then, of course, it ends with Zoe getting run over by Bill Burr and John Mayer. You see that girl? <laughs> oh, I don't. I trust no. you. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing that I was reading that I thought was pretty cool was um, before they did a proof-of-concept trailer. Yeah. And uh, with that trailer, like, it uh, went viral, and that's how they were able to actually, like, make the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that, too. I remember... I don't know if I actually remember seeing it, but I know that it was it was going around when it first happened, like that viral trailer. And, yeah, this is just... You know, like we said, folks, this movie's plot is... When you hear the movie Zombievers, 
you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> but but the, you could just tell that these people cared about making the movie, especially yeah, like they had a lot of fun doing it too. Yeah, because we saw that because during the credits before the movie ends, you see a lot of outtakes. Which, you know, that kind of brought me a smile. Like, you know, you see them, like, these guys turn off, like, uh, Rex Lynn even turn off his, like, serious looking and he starts dying laughing because he's like, this dialogue I'm saying is ridiculous. You know? <laughs> but you can tell they're having fun with the project. You know, I liked that about that movie. And, you know, it ends with that great jazzy Zombievers. Zombievers. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a, a nice little touch there at the end. And I, I liked the uh, bloopers for sure. For sure. So John Mayer is like, I'm going to go to Arby's. Or he's like, I went to Arby's once. I might have <laughs> gave him, I might, or I got a hand job in an Arby's parking lot once. Oh, wait, maybe I gave the hand job. <laughs> We've got the meats. <laughs> yeah, just that whole, like, I just want to see, like, a whole thing of, like, outtakes between John Mayer and Bill Burr because you know that probably exists where they have like just outtakes of them driving around in that van (laughs) (laughs) oh it's great so uh what would you rate it Uh, I think it was a lot of fun I mean like you know people have been trying to get me to watch it for a while but um obviously I'm not a fan of zombies but this didn't feel zombie-ish to me um It just felt like a lot of fun, and it, I think it's the perfect kind of film to, like, kick off, uh, you know, the nicer, warmer weather that we're starting to get now. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll go with a four. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm a tad bit higher than you, but, you know, like I said, it's been a while. I, I, I've been with this film for a while. You know, this is one that I usually, if I'm ever in a bad mood. You can just pop the, it on. Yeah, this is definitely that type of movie for me where... You know, I just shut my brain off of everything that bullshit that's happening outside in the world. And, you know, I just watch Zombievers. It's one of those type of films for me. So I'm going to give it a five for, like, what it does. It works for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what do you got coming up? Oh, what do I got coming up? Mm -hmm. Well, it should be out by the time... Uh, whenever this is done, but of course, Cinema Attack, uh, episode 55 or 56. I'm losing my mind with the remembering that, but uh, yeah, it'd be the video game episode that, of course, we had yours truly on, should be out by the time this episode comes out, and uh, we also have a commentary coming up for our next episode where we're going to be finishing off shitty uh video game movies with uh <laughs> blood rain 2 which is gonna be your first time watch for all of us while doing that one so that should be fun but then after that we have another show planned out for the beginning of may uh guest starring your other half mr dan chase uh so look out for that and give it a little leeway on the films that are going to be on that show but that should be out in the beginning of May sometime. Well, Steve, he course... doesn't even tell me anything. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I talked to him in the mafia, but, you know. But, uh, yeah, and then, of course, uh, No More Room in Hell will have an episode out uh, where we talked about, uh, what the hell was that? Valerie and her Week of Wonders and the Noonday Witch. They're both Czechoslovakian films. 
that that that'll be an interesting talk. I think uh, we haven't recorded that yet, but should be rec- out by the time this episode's out. And uh, of course, underwater kaiju. We're still trying to figure out a schedule. We haven't. So there's some been technical issues of that show, but yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get it. Then we can get it going after that. And of course, uh, I'll give a shout out to something special. Uh, of course, if you follow the top podcast under the stairs, me and Duncan are actually doing a series on William Castle's filmography of the the William Castle box. That's that indicator, but uh, and we did an episode on Zots. It's only it's gonna be a short one, swear alert. But uh, <laughs> look out for that. Uh, th- those are always fun. I like doing those with Duncan. And that's about it for me. Besides the "They're Here" podcast. Right on. Um, we have some fun things in the work um, over at Cut to the Chase. Uh, rope um, will be releasing here soon. Um, we are also looking at a couple of sidecasts that we're going to be doing. Um, I will just give. We're looking to do a weekly sidecast. Um, I will not say exactly what it is, but I will give a little bit of a clue. Um, that's all, folks. Um, then we are going to um, the Summer Party Massacre episode three will be releasing very, very soon. I'm working on editing that now, so um, expect to see that in the next week or so. And then, you know, they're here. Podcast. <laughs> is back with a vengeance. So, yeah, for everybody that's been a part of this one, I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Derek V. And we will see you when we're back. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Some beavers, some beavers. You hear your sweetheart scream. She tells you why you don't believe her. She saw one in the bathroom. It's no lie. It's a zombie bird. Contaminated by toxic goo. A random genetic mistake. They're semi-aquatic. They're hungry for you, boys and girls. Stay away from the lake. Zombievers. 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 A cheerful gang of college students think they're on vacation. Instead, they're dodging beaver chompers and facing their damnation. Don't board up the doorways and windows, my friend. It won't do any good. These furry brown bastards are fully equipped and they'll chew right through the wood. Say goodbye to your golden retriever, the beaver. Yourself, you've never witnessed rodents quite like these. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't escape. They've blocked the road with trees. Check your bodies for scratches. You can't be too careful. The claws are a cause for concern. Yes, once you're infected, it's only a matter of time before you turn into zombievers. Spoiler alert. Zombievers Look out, they're coming through the walls 
your girlfriend's chewing off your balls, zombie birds, Zombie Beavers, baby.